So here we are near the end of a calendar year that has been nothing short of stunning. (laughs) Mass shootings, an incredibly contentious election campaign, countless celebrity deaths. Even Fidel Castro, who survived over 600 assassination attempts, couldn't get past 2016. (laughs) And while this calendar year is ending, a new church year has begun for us. I'd like to share an Advent meditation from a few years ago that struck me. During the season of Advent, we anticipate peace. Anticipate because we know peace is still just out of reach. That's the tension of the Christian life. We are in between God's kingdom and our own. We look around and we don't see God's will being done. God's kingdom hasn't come. When we look beyond our status updates and Twitter feeds, we see starvation and despair, basic needs being overlooked, and isolation. We see too many reasons to be afraid and too many things to fear. Peace can't possibly be here on earth. In today's readings, we hear messages of repentance and preparation for the coming of the Lord. In Advent, we anticipate the arrival of the Prince of Peace, ushering in the Kingdom of God. The Hebrew Scripture and the Psalm give us a glimpse of what that Kingdom might look like. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. He may rule your people righteously and the poor with justice. He shall defend the needy among the people. He shall rescue the poor. In his time shall the righteous flourish. There shall be abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. In today's Gospel, Some of the Pharisees and Sadducees who came seeking John's baptism received a fairly sharp response from him. Get your life right first. John wasn't going to begrudge them the baptism, but he knew their hearts must be right. Their exclusionary practices would have no place in the coming kingdom. Similarly, The Apostle Paul encourages his readers to welcome one another as Christ has welcomed them, Jew and Gentile alike, in order that all peoples may praise the Lord. Both John and Paul recognize that peace in the kingdom cannot happen without peace among the peoples. So how can peace among the peoples happen today? Divisions are so wide, feelings run so strong, fear is far too prevalent. The obstacles are so great that they seem almost insurmountable. Where do we even begin? I think we have to begin with the wolf and the lamb that reside in our own hearts. I'm reminded of a Native American story 
An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, Which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, The one you feed. This Advent, let us strive to find peace within our own hearts, to let the wolf and the lamb within live together without rancor, aggression, or fear. Then we can work to share that peace with those around us. John Lennon once said, Peace is not something you wish for. It's something you make, something you do, something you are, and something you give away. You've already taken many steps in that direction here at St. Peter's. One concrete example will take place in just a few minutes when many of you will bring your pledges to the altar for blessing. You're promising to help St. Peter's continue the good work already begun to bring comfort, assistance, and a sense of peace to many in the Conway community and in the wider world. It seems like a small thing, but when you have peace in your heart, it's like holding a pebble in the palm of your hand and throwing it into a pool. The ripples roll out much farther than you could ever imagine. St. Peter's just represents a slightly larger pebble, and its ripples will go ever farther thanks to your commitment. Let us pray. Laboring God, with axe and winnowing fork, you clear a holy space where hurt and destruction have no place, and a little child holds sway. Clear our lives of hatred and despair, sow seeds of joy and peace, that shoots of hope may spring forth, and we may live in harmony with one another. Amen.